Welcome to a new episode of Culture Hang with me, Hannah. And me, Holly. Where we talk about popular culture and only popular culture. No highbrow stuff here. No, and why... Do people think we do that? By now, no. Please. We've been doing it for two years. <laughs> We're not capable. You know when you listen to a celebrity start talking about politics? Oh. And sometimes they do it well. Oh, okay. other times... Bad. I just think they're saying words until people forget what the question was yeah i don't think they'll have done enough research and fair enough yeah neither have i yeah even when we're doing it as a topic oftentimes <laughs> not enough research um but if you oh we have social media we do it's in the description check it out if you want to give us a follow if you want to review us if you want to yeah. we also have a patreon we do we do two episodes per month we do celebrity corner last month we did um phoebe bridges and we do bad book club where we read what's considered trash fiction it's not trash but it's free we love it uh this one comes with a massive trigger warning (laughs) because i didn't realize how dark it was um but yeah yes i literally can't remember oh yeah yeah yeah. no i've remembered now (laughs) so we pay a lot of attention as (laughs) well what was that about um but yeah so read along with us and um thank you to all our lovely patreons who have stuck with us yeah thank you very much and thank you to anyone who listens to us generally out and about out and yeah world. very nice of you thank you um we appreciate the support were you were we your top podcast on spotify apps let us know if we were let us know and thank you if, if yeah. we weren't that makes sense too <laughs> that's um, completely fine <laughs> that's fine we don't yeah. have to like unless we're your top person yeah don't um don't need to know about number five no no, we do. We would appreciate whatever. I think that kind of brings us on to some pop culture moments this week because I don't know if you've seen this whole Britney Broski thing. Only what very... a ridiculous thing. So are people coming for her because Harry Styles wasn't in her top five? Yeah, I think so. So basically, Britney Broski, if we talk about her quite a lot, we really yeah. like her. Yeah. She was kombucha girl. Now she's just kind of known for being like a big fan girl and generally very funny. Very good. Her and Sarah Shaw do a really good podcast. Yeah, love them both. Yeah. And um, she's kind of known for being a massive Harry Styles stan. Mm-hmm. Met Harry Styles. And it's a wholesome video. Very wholesome. We love wholesome it. We speak video. about it a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I actually think she's done good things for his career. Like I think yeah. as a arrangement that worked out well for both of them it absolutely. made he, him seem like a very lovely person and yeah. very caring to his fans yeah absolutely and obviously it helps her career if she meets harry styles anyway so spotify wrapped came out um earlier this week last week when you're listening to this and just <laughs> to be accurate <laughs> and so i assume this is what it is because the way i've seen it phrased when people talk about it in tiktoks is that Harry Styles was not in Britney Broski's Spotify Wrapped. I assume he was just not in her top five. Right. Okay. Because like he's got to have been there. Some, Surely. Like in the because you know how you get a playlist. He was in my top five. He wasn't in mine. It's embarrassing. It's Apparently, f- I'm Harry Styles stan. Apparently. Well, <laughs> do you know what? You should put that on TikTok because you'd get all the supporters oh. that Britney Broski has lost. Yeah, I'll scoop you all. Yeah, up. scoop <laughs> them up. Anyway, so some I only really came to this last night that people were getting annoyed about this because they were like, she was using Harry. She just used him what? for fame. She wasn't ever an actual Harry like stan. What? Because she used him, and he like she's clearly not that big of a fan. Weird. Because he's not in her top five. I'm starting to doubt the legitimacy of 
Spotify wrapped. Because yeah. like, but even so. I think it probably cuts off in like February. Yeah. Because it seemed accurate for like, until the summer i think yeah it seemed very accurate for one specific point in my life and yeah. then nothing like yeah. for sure it missed out a lot of stuff but either way just because it's not in her top five like i she strikes me as a massive music lover yeah who is has a lot of obsessions exactly. like she's known for having very strong obsessions that move about very fast yeah, she's got yeah. like a new one every month just yeah. like most of us yeah and she's got tat. she's got harry styles tattoos she's got one direction think- tattoo Watch the video of the meeting. Like she's not a fake fan. Like as much. Like I would say, Harry Styles wasn't on my raps at all. If I met him, I would be like, "Oh, lovely to meet you." I'd be starstruck. It would be very nice. Yeah, I can't deny that. (laughs) But I wouldn't be the same. Like I wouldn't be in tears. I wouldn't be like, "Oh, you've changed my life," because it just wouldn't be true. I think you watch that video and it's quite genuine. And do you know what? Even if she had used him for her career, what would it matter? It's like. It's not like he's had a rough deal out of it. No, exactly. It's not like he's being used and used. Like, they were dating and no. she was just lying about No, liking. exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, she doesn't know him. She doesn't really have any... She doesn't owe anything to Harry Styles and she doesn't owe anything to you. No. I think that's where the, the weird outrage has come from. And mm. that it's like... It's like she's betrayed people, but it's like... No. You don't think with these sort of fandom it's things... It's performative as well, isn't it? Yeah, Kind of. And, like, a lot of the time... It feels like they're in competition with each other. Absolutely. Because I saw it a lot with the Taylor Swift thing, which we have a podcast episode on. You can go check that out to do with the Ticketmaster thing. Yeah. That people, after it all happened, I saw this one TikTok where a girl was like, um, all the people that stuck with Taylor and knew this wasn't her fault, we all deserve the tickets. She's like, no. What do you mean you deserve the tickets? I think there's like this competitive nature of like, who is the best fan who is like, the who, most frenzy in their love because have you ever like and loyalty like we all had this at some yeah. point yeah but like have you ever met someone who is like a proper fan 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 yeah of something yeah and they are competitive like if you said oh, yeah. like oh i like this thing that they did they'd be like well did you know and yeah. then they tell you everything and i'm not saying like i've probably done that with things but and there is maybe some nature and you're like but this is my thing yeah. this yeah. is mine but it's like to such a huge extent. Harry Styles is not a small creator, so he's never oh, going to be he's... just your thing. Exactly, because he can't be. And if you no. want someone who's just your thing, find some up and coming little indie exactly. vibe, and you'll be able to, you know, Support gatekeep them. a little bit more. Yeah, you can't gatekeep Harry Styles. It's just not possible. Sorry, girlies, it's, it's not, not going to be possible. <laughs> you can't gatekeep. You have Harry to work Styles. on your gatekeeping ability. You have to find like small creators for that. <laughs> It's the truth. Or like 1975. Like, I'm just... I mean, we were talking about this before we started recording, but he's everywhere. I'm I'm sick of seeing that man. I think it's almost like he's done something interesting where he seems to have got a new generation of fans, but like a second wave. Yeah, But I think we were part of the first wave of Matty Healy. Yeah. And as part of that wave, what happened was, as with most waves, Mm -hmm. you have your peak of the wave. Yeah. And then you have the crash. Yeah. And we kind of witnessed all that. We witnessed the crash of Matty Healy. We witnessed yeah. it kind of go like, not downhill, wasn't cancelled, nothing like that. No, no. But like, just kind of disappeared for a bit. Yeah. And now that like, he's got his second wave, there's a whole new group of people. And I think that's lovely. But I'm seeing it everywhere. And it's yeah. like, I've already been part of the Matty Healy craze. And I'm Very too old. I, like, I, it makes me feel old. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I don't like, I don't think that he should. And I'm not so like, because no one seems to be complaining about it. 
I think it's weird to kiss people on stage. And then he addressed I mean, it. I saw another one where he was like, "Yeah." Some people say this is a weird power dynamic. When it I is. do this, I'm like, it is weird though. It's like, very strange. You don't need to do this. Also, I did. <laughs> Nobody's making you do this. I have no link for this, so you know, bear in mind that no name. But I did see a TikTok like weeks ago where this girl was like, "Oh yeah, my dad." stopped us from like spending the evening with like partying with Matt Healy once when I was 13 <gasps> and he like introduced them- himself and was like you guys should come like oh, hang but like she like stepped in yeah well the dad oh was invited God. so I think like Matty oh, Healy okay. and the dad were just vibing oh, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt and yeah. say that Matty Healy was really into this girl's dad like wanted to hang with this man, but it's just a bit suspicious. I'm not. I'm like not suggesting anything. I'm sure no, Matt no. Healy is the loveliest person, but it's like you got to be careful with these sort of things. Uh-huh. It's probably just easier not to kiss people on stage, right? Because then yeah, you don't have job. to. Yeah, there was also one where he was pulling disease. up his trousers. Oh, but it's it was like weird doing his to buttons. me. But like, no, I don't even mean disease, but like cold. Like the other night, someone offered me like a drink from their drink, and I looked at them, and I was like, I think you're unwell. <laughs> So no, she's gonna make me unwell. And I think like we need to learn that sometimes it's okay to say no to things based on germs. Yes, and I think people should say no to Matty Healy based we on have germs. Just come out of COVID. Yes. Why are you sticking your tongue in this man's mouth? I don't think we should. No, but I understand why. Yeah, but I I don't. It doesn't make me feel comfy. <laughs> I don't like no, it. No, I feel uncomfortable. Yeah, I feel the opposite of comfy. I feel very very uncomfy. Um. The things that I've been seeing this week have been, unfortunately, um, he who will not be named related. Yeah, I've got that. He I've, where, will not be named. He will not, for he context, will not. just so everyone knows who he is, um, here are some clues. Married to Kim Kardashian. But this is one of them. They've officially agreed the divorce settlement. So, recently divorced to Kim Kardashian. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> made music. And is making some of the most horrific comments known to man as of late comments on possibly the worst platform oh, that's yeah. out there Infowars Alex Jones Alex Jones for those who aren't aware has had to pay millions and millions of dollars recently to the victims and the parents of Sandy Hook shooting which was a mass shooting in America because he spread so much false information about yeah. it being like it was fake it was da 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 this is his program he will not be named sit- sitting on it with a it rhymes with Smanye. Yeah. Smanye Smest. Smanye Smest. <laughs> yeah. Smanye Smest. And he is sitting there Smanye. saying he loves Hitler. Oh. See, there's no doubt about that now. It's then, just full blown anti Semitism. Alex Jones, nutter extraordinaire, yeah. tries to walk him back from that statement because it's even too extreme from nutter extraordinaire that he walks him back and he goes well you know we're not really we're not saying that though are we we're not saying or something to it's that it's because they don't want to like realistically they've said things equally as bad they've just yep. been more careful with how they say it and when someone actually puts it in those terms they're like oh but no i'm not allowed to say that so no yeah. no we need to say exactly what you're saying yeah. but rephrase it in a way Kanye that's semi-acceptable the quiet part out loud which is mm-hmm. these conspiracy theories never and do. they're gonna pretend that he's gone too far like he has gone too far yes. but the yeah. people that are saying the same things are going to pretend he's gone too far and yeah. then reiterate what they're saying in just you know more words yeah. and more subtly 
because that's that's their goal. It's the same. It's far so right. similar, like to what happened with Elon Musk as well. Like, I just feel like if these people are telling you you're wrong, yeah, that's a red flag. Because Elon Musk suspended Kanye from Twitter this week, yeah, which is specifically what Elon was like. Free speech and Ken- <laughs> Kanye is all about free speech. Sorry, yeah, Smanye. I know. Smanye. Sorry, Smanye is all about that too. So it was like everyone's supporting this idea of th- free speech. Yeah, and even Elon was like. Do you know what? This isn't. This isn't right. Because he's posting. Said, oh, did, did you see the text messages? I didn't see. These the text are the messages. weirdest texts. So Kanye shared the the messages that Elon sent to him before suspending him from Twitter. Interesting. Okay. And it starts with Elon sending him a text. Elon Musk sending Kanye a text message saying, "Sorry, but you have gone too far. This is not love." <laughs> and it just again, like surely. In Kanye's head, you should be thinking, "Oh no, I've gone far." Like if if Elon if Elon's kicking you up, no, he doesn't. If Elon's kicking you from Twitter, Twitter, in this new liberation, yeah, so down to be like, "This is free speech." You should be allowed to say things. Yeah, you know, he's. And then Kanye says, "Who made you the judge?" And Elon responds just by writing out the Lord's Prayer. So, like, our Father who art in heaven. Oh my God, they're psychotic. And then Kanye responds with like, I'm Jesus' name. But I think it's a typo and it was meant to say in Jesus' name. Oh. Or, it could or be. he's or, saying yeah. he's Jesus, which is also possible. Yeah. Either way, very worrying stuff. Um, so then, so this is the private text. And then on, is this, and then does Kanye post the image of the... the... This was prior. This That's what got him oh. suspended. So the image was what? The image was... Um, a swastika in the Star of David. Yep. Which is a symbol for a UFO religious cult. I did not know that. But you know, it's it's a bunch of crackerjacks. It's just sitting in a circle yeah, being sure. tin hat nonsense, mm-hmm. rubbishy stuff. Um, and then Elon responds and says, this is not it. Um, suspends him. Which... I, I never want to praise Elon Musk, but it's like for once he did something slightly right. But it, it also is just scary. Like, how yeah. have you got? How are you? That that's how scary the views are. That even yeah. Elon Musk can look at that and go, "No, that's not right." Yeah, we've heard some of Elon Musk's views, and yeah. it's not like he's the. It's not like he's got the best views, is it? No. And even he can look at that and go, "No." But what I think is really interesting is that this has all happened the same week the divorce has been finalized, and they're sharing child support child custody i know it's just it's so uncomfortable because like i feel like people will be very quick to blame kim for these sort of things and it's like you can blame kim kardashian for many a thing like you can criticize her a lot (laughs) but it's just yeah it's another thing of like just blame a woman for like what he's doing we don't really know what it's like between those two no i would not want that sort of person near my, like if i had a child no. i don't think i'd want them near my child no. but then again i've never been through a divorce and yeah. i've never been in that situation at all i yeah. understand like you would feel a lot of guilt as well yeah and also she probably feels the guilt of like well if i don't let him have any custody he's what's he's he gonna do gone. yeah and also bear in mind this was her like getting some sort of like middle ground because he yeah. initially had wanted full custody of these kids yeah so she was probably grateful that like that was not happening there's no way mm. he could have got that but like no, no bear in mind that this man was probably putting in the most ridiculous requests yeah 
all the time. She was probably just grateful to... It's been a two-year-long divorce. Yeah. She was probably just grateful to have it over with. And just because someone has 50% custody doesn't mean that they actually will do their 50% custody. But is is that what they're... They not entitled do it. to, but like yeah. So he's entitled yeah. to do it, but like, right. how many? Like, not not to be too gendered, but like, there's so many times where people have got divorced. Yeah. The dad's got however much custody, and they've not used. Like, they don't yeah. do that amount yeah. of custody. It's just yeah. that they they are entitled to that. Okay. You can't not let the. Oh no, of course not. But in this situation, many <sighs> people would not want their. Child it's just to really. See that. I'm not scary blaming Kim for letting her children see their dad. No, no, no. I just don't think she's where the criticism should lie. No. And she also did speak out against Balenciaga this week. Yeah. I didn't read the thing. She just said as a mother and she's going to like reevaluate her relationship with Balenciaga. But then I saw some more TikToks of people saying that some of like the headgear and stuff that they've all been dressed in the past year is a bit suspect. Interesting. Like the things they've put north in. Yeah, I do see this. I... It's like the black Again, I think the full Len- body, full face balaclavery kind of thing, but it's not balaclava. It's no. like a. I think Balenciaga just aren't smart. Like, I've no. seen a lot of people <laughs> no. saying, like, oh, it's definitely going to be like a trafficking thing. Like, yeah, it's all this mm. undercover stuff in Hollywood going on. And I'm like, the people who are doing it undercover are doing it smarter than this. You don't know. Like, about they're, it. Yeah, yeah, we don't know about it. Yeah. I don't believe yeah. that they're putting hints out in clothing. No, not all. No. Like, they're no. not. And it was the same thing that we got with, like, everything to do with Pizzagate. And it was like, but if, or like, you know, people who yeah. say, look at Disney yeah. and look at the fact that if you look at this small scene, the air comes up and says sex. That's and it's such like, a good point. It's like, yeah. I don't think that the people who are actually doing, like, children, t- trafficking children, yeah. they're not doing it like that. Because no. think about Jeffrey Epstein. People eventually yeah. got suspicions, but like, for years, we didn't know. We didn't know Jeffrey Epstein. No, we didn't know what was happening there. We'd never no. heard Jeffrey Epstein. No. So like, I don't know. I don't think. I just think Balenciaga isn't smart. I think that they do what a lot of fashion houses do, and it's like, oh, gonna get people talking. Yeah. And eventually, people get talking in a negative way about and you. The tide has turned, and it's like, it's why, all, why have it, you all been doing is, all this? All press is good press, but eventually, it's not really because no. who wants to buy Balenciaga? Now? Also, because they're selling a product. This is the thing. I think all press is good press is if you're a person, like a personality. This is a Kardashian model to some degree. Yeah. You try and keep it's... your name in people's mouths so they keep talking about you, and the attention's on you always. But they are. I mean, they do try and sell products, but they have themselves as the product first and foremost whereas if it's a company you are still trying to sell things to people like (laughs) this is not going to make people want to support you i've been thinking that about kanye Shmanye this week and i like when does it end i don't know like to what because it shouldn't it like most people if you think about like you know when people say cancel culture and they have this idea of cancel culture that you say one coming. slightly bad thing yeah. Yeah. and you never have a career again. Yeah, the mob's after you. And it's you. like, I watch this and I'm like, but how is he? Because he will continue to have a career. Yeah. Because what he's saying is speaking to some people. Yeah. And that's what concerns me, that yeah. it speaks to some people. Because if you think about the people who traditionally are like cancelled in a small small way, yeah, it's usually that they're quite left-leaning people yeah and they've said something that doesn't fully fit with that yes and then it kind of ruins this illusion that yeah. they're a perfect human with a lot of education on yeah 
politics. Yeah. It's the same with like what we do. We probably say things sometimes that are like not perfect because human. Yeah. And then I just don't think that cancel culture is a thing in the way people think it is. If you can keep going from saying stuff like that. I think if you're being propped up like Kanye's, sorry, Schmanye, he... (laughs) Schmanye. Schmanye. He is having dinners with Donald Trump. He's talking to Nick Fuentes. He's talking to these far, far right of American politics. He's in the circle. He's being propped up and emboldened as a kind of... I don't know if they're trying to make him into a puppet, but someone's funding him. Someone's telling him this is fine. Someone's got him on InfoWars. Or he's around people that don't tell him no, that can't tell him no. Well, that yeah, definitely. I think he is around people that don't tell him no. But it's so scary. Because again, you said before, people around him, I think, will believe he's a genius. But he's not. Like, this is not genius behavior. I don't... personally believe in genius i think that it's made up i think some people are ridiculously smart but then a lot of people are talented in a lot of different areas yeah so no i don't think he's a genius the thing is that we spent probably too long on this we'll get onto the proper topic of the day but i'm always stuck between the like not wanting to talk about it because it feels like you know when you're a child and there's some child yeah you're always told like don't give don't give them attention because they'll just keep doing it if you give them attention there's a part of me that's like well don't give him attention yeah because that's how he keeps getting to say these things yeah like getting him on to podcasts and stuff like that yes he's been given the attention like he's you know he's being rewarded for bad behavior he's getting what he wants from his behavior yeah but then there's a part of me that's again we've said this before i it, what he's saying is so disgusting yeah. that I don't want it to seem like it's going unaddressed. I think that's. I think because he's it's anti-Semitic, it's Nazi rhetoric. Yeah, you can't sit there and be like, oh, but uh, I don't want to give him attention. But he's saying he like hateful, heinous things. I think it's the. I don't want to give him attention, but I want to bring attention to why what he's saying is it's wrong. Awful. Yeah, because yeah. I think we're too close to people hearing what he's saying and being like, oh, funny. Like, it's yeah. just a joke. It's just a joke. Like, don't take it seriously. But it's like, we don't joke about that. No. That's not a joke. There's a massive reason that we don't yeah. joke about these things. Yeah. And, um, I don't... and it has consequences. You know, It should have more consequences. But in terms of, like, in terms of, the like, negativity, yeah. And people attacking Jewish people and anti-semitic yes it's having a consequence and it's historic and it's like taylor's oldest time really that there has been anti-semitism but it's something that is just it's absolutely hateful and it's like you know should always be yeah i wonder if we can get like some links or something to put in the description yeah yeah. because i'm not educated enough but i'm educated enough to know that it's yeah concerning the impact that i think it's having and that's why we address it yeah absolutely okay so check out the descriptions we might be able to do something there yeah um okay so this week in a more fun fun way the beginning of the festive season. Yeah, I mean, it's festive time, so we probably will just do festive things from now on. I can't imagine us doing anything so. else. Um, so, <laughs> this week, we're looking about a potential comeback. I'm so interested in the trajectory of where she's going to go. So, yes. Miss Lindsay Lohan. Yes! She's back. The gal is back. She's back. She's back in a film called... Fall 
Falling for Christmas. Oh, I was about to say falling in love because that's one of the oh, there's other another films, one. Isn't it? <laughs> it's like yeah, falling in love. That's not it. Um, so yeah, she's done this film called Falling for Christmas, which yeah. we will get into. We did watch. Everyone go watch it. It's on Netflix. It's very good. Um, and it's whether this is the beginning of her comeback because mm-hmm. I suspect it will be. Last we heard from Lindsay. Yeah. What was she doing? Well, I was trying to remember this because I think it was. <laughs> We did it in 2020, so we have covered sort of like, not super in-depth what was going on with her, but we covered the, you know, the stints in rehab, the arrests, the Mm -hmm. drug-alcohol problems. So we're not really going to touch on that because we did cover it, but we left her, I think, she just got engaged? She had just got engaged. She was, last time we heard from Lindsay, engaged and in, in Dubai, Dubai and yeah. like quite settled in Dubai. Yeah. Um she was running her beach club. Yes. Which I it, I think the beach club is still going and I'll be very upset if it's mm. not. Yeah. I find it so interesting that her comeback film as well was kind of linked to the hospitality industry That's and so someone like with a holiday like a club sort of place cuz yeah. in Falling for Christmas she's like the heir to um ski holiday a ski holiday resort. Yeah that's very fashionable mm-hmm. and i was like this is essentially what she's doing but oh, different season in dubai she's like promoing maybe they film parts of it the interior oh, in imagine her. that would maybe. be oh well maybe. she got engaged on the set or oh like not on the set but while filming falling for christmas did she yeah oh during filming yeah really oh. the thing is i've seen pictures of her and her husband now yeah they seem really happy. Yeah, and like, I think they are. He's just quite an... Well, he seems quite normal. He's a financier based in Dubai, so I'm sure not normal by most people's standards. <laughs> like he's probably very, very wealthy. But like when I looked at pictures, they just looked so happy. They looked oh. like very genuine pictures. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm quite happy that she's got that. And they've been together for a couple of years, I think. I think she said three. Like I, yeah. I remember thinking... It's enough time that they would get married, which is quite nice mm. to see because you yeah. know mainly celebrities' web- weddings always end up having a, like yeah. happening after about six months together, and it's like <laughs> yeah. that's nice. But I don't know how genuine that feels. Uh, I don't know. This feels quite nice, genuine. Yeah. Um, she's so falling for Christmas with Netflix. I think it's the start. It's the start of a big deal she's got with Netflix. Well, I did see that because mm. already. So the two things I saw that were coming up is um, Netflix Irish Wish, scheduled yes. to be released in 2023, mm-hmm. and an Amazon Prime video reality dating show, Love Struck High. Love Struck High is already out. You can watch Love Struck High. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That's in that. Yeah, that's. But Irish Wish. Yeah, that's the next thing in the ne- the Netflix deal. Yeah. Because also, I think with the Netflix deal, she's going to be part of production because she executive produced falling for christmas yeah and also so i don't know if you saw this but amanda seafried interviewed Lindsay lohan oh is that i saw the articles being like yeah they're gunning for a reboot but i didn't know it was same i did i found the actual interview they were not like they just said that like they were like it'll never happen probably they were like (laughs) tina fey is really busy like i can't see it happening but they would be happy to do it i guess but I think they were essentially like, no, we we would be happy, but yeah, 
why would you why would you do it like why really would you do it? unless there was a very good script i don't think you would want to do it it would be a kind of a step back for both of them i think so yeah so the, in this interview amanda seafried for some reason gets the juicy moments and she does ask uh lindsay about like what she's planning to do like what's the next step and she Lindsay was like, I'm debating whether to start another movie at the beginning of this year. Debating. She's got offers. She's got offers. <laughs> I want to produce too and direct something that I'm not necessarily in. I feel like because I've experienced being on set so much and know so much about how everything works, I want to try it from behind the camera. So oh. I wonder if on Netflix, if she's got this big deal, That's sort of like what point. Vanessa Hudgens had a couple yeah. of years ago, yeah. she will not only be in these things, mm. but she will be taking more of a stance behind the camera because yeah. realistically, these films aren't Oscar winning films, are no. they? But she could produce them and eventually yeah. get into a place where she can produce more stuff outside of this. That is so interesting because I think like, I mean, people talk about the bad side of Netflix and that mm. they just churn out rubbish and blah, blah, blah. And they do, to some extent. They do. That is <laughs> that is reasonable criticism. Yeah. But they also, for it's it's like a new model f- and a new vehicle yeah. for ex-child stars yeah. to kind of have more directorial debuts. Yeah, and, and like bringing people's credits. careers back. Yeah, like, and I think, yeah, definitely Vanessa Hudgens, which is really yeah. interesting because we did... We her films all... last year and it seems like she's stopped doing them now like i haven't so it seen might be like up. quite short term you do it for like maybe two or three years well, it's quite long but, but like a new studio system and it seemed to it did seem to help vanessa hudgens yeah. career because she then was she in, last year she in tick, she, tick, boom she was in tick tick boom but then she also was like one of the hosts of the oscars not the host of the oscars oh. but she was like doing the interviews outside interesting so, like, oh yeah she, she was exactly so she's got more opportunities now i yeah. think people while recognizing those films weren't brilliant they were like oh it's nice to see her doing something yeah. we'll watch it for her and then she gets more chance of being hired in other things yeah. or just yeah. being able to be seen but another thing that i'm quite excited for is so the irish wish film that's coming to netflix yeah it's a rom-com love and then her and Amanda sat talking and she says, Lindsay says, I noticed that before I did Falling for Christmas, she noticed that there wasn't many rom-coms. I was like, well, if I'm going to do a movie, it has to be a rom-com because there aren't any right now. So I think Lindsay Lohan single-handedly is going to bring the (laughs) rom-com back. So many people have been saying recently, the rom-com has died. I have. It's gone. And if anyone can bring it back, it's Lindsay Lohan, Lohan, who we love from one of the best rom-coms of all time just my look <laughs> will there be a just my look sequel because i think she could bring back the rom-com yeah and i've been thinking about it the best film that i think she could do mm-hmm. and i hope netflix is listening yeah her and paris hilton Ooh. play like spoil stepsisters you kind of like stepbrothers but as adults and girls and more fun. Oh my god. Their stepsisters, they're spoiled, they're rich. Yeah. There's maybe a love triangle. But in the end, they decide that they want to be friends more than they want oh the love god. triangle. Or maybe like Barbie Princess and the Pauper vibes. Ooh. But with Lindsay Lohan and Paris Hilton. Who would be the princess and who'd be the pauper? I want to see Paris, Paris as the pauper. It would be a challenge, but I think she should do it. I don't think it's the easy casting and no. I don't think she'd agree to it. No. But 
I think they should switch the roles. They should switch the roles. I would love that. <laughs> I want someone great to be cast as like their parents. Yes. And the love interest, I'm not sure, but I think we could get someone brilliant. <laughs> Slightly camp. TBC man. TBC man. Whoever was casting for Mean Girls originally. Yeah. Because all of the men in that film are gay. <laughs> Every man. Every, Every man, man in that film. Is Tina Fey responsible? Is that Did the impact of Tina Fey? <laughs> she just... I feel like she didn't, but she must have had say in the casting. Surely. It's Tina Fey. It's Tina Fey. She's not going to let she that She can't one step down lightly. Swing by her. But yeah, no, I, th- I think you've just written an incredible... If it's not that, I'm still happy because I do think she could bring the rom-com back. But I think it's like, what would a rom-com in this age look like? Just like what they used to look like. But then we've got things like set it up. up. Yeah, but why have we not? Like, that was 2018 now. Was it? Yeah, that's been quite a while. The hating game, not enough people watched. No. And Lucy Hale gave her all to that film. She did. Not enough people watched that. It didn't get a cinematic release. I need to see rom-coms in cinema. That's it. And Mm -hmm. do you know who else you could um, reinvent in that? Who? Catherine Heigl. (gasps) Yes. Bring Catherine Heigl. Okay, it's either going to be Lindsay Lohan or Catherine Heigl. Catherine Heigl. bring it back. (gasps) And if Catherine Heigl does it, James Marston should join. There we go. Just bring them all back. Bring them, they I mean, were so good at what they did. They really were. I just wish <laughs> there was more. So also, I will get to the end of this Amanda Seyfried interview. It was. I wish I'd been able to see a video of it because okay. in writing it seemed quite awkward. <laughs> it was a lot of Amanda doing the talking. I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. So Lindsay was like um, saying how when she signed up for Falling for Christmas that she thought it was funny and heartwarming. And she wanted to come back with something that every age range could watch, and it had humour and sensitivity. <laughs> then she says, and while doing it, I was like, I want there to be more physical comedy. Oh. So we added some. So the physical comedy, is that down to Lindsay Lohan? Must be. Because I think, I don't usually like physical comedy. No. But without some of those interesting choices that they made in that film. I've just thought about a bit that she definitely did. You what know when bit? she like falls over on the ice as she's walking really slowly. And then she and she fully falls. I think <laughs> she was responsible for there's a bit where she's cleaning a toilet. Oh. I think yeah. or when oh when she drops the um thing in the washing machine. Oh yeah. Because she did that in just my work, so I think it without it's thinking nice was in her head. Yeah. So I like that she was more interested in adding physical comedy because without it, honestly, I do think the film would have been very, very dull. It didn't really know what it wanted to do. No. So potentially Lindsay Lohan saved it. Yeah. And then as we were watching it with bloody blooper reel, everyone was having a great time. It was like, where was... This didn't translate into the film. (laughs) Not at all. The only people I think it translated with was Tad... Yes. Tad, I think you could tell, was having a good time. Like, he was just going, yeah. he didn't care. <laughs> Tad was like, this isn't my big break, so I'm just going to do with it what I will. But it should be his big break. I know. That guy was incredible. Yeah. Um, Ch- Cord, Cord Overstreet from Glee. What a name. I know. Interesting. Cord. It's like He's the just new Penn Badgley, but we've got used to Penn Badgley, so That's now such it's a good Cord point. over the street. It's like where where are they finding these people? Yeah. They're just random they're creating them in a lab and then like they <laughs> but they fumble on the names. 
They're like, um, what are you wearing right now? Oh, it's like joggers. They've got a cord. Cord. Cord is the new name. Um, but yeah, the bloopers made it look like everyone was having a really lovely time. I will yeah. say, Lindsay and Cord looked like they got on really, really well. You wouldn't necessarily tell that from the movie. There no. was very little chemistry. No chemistry. <laughs> like... do you, oh, do you remember right at the end? Yeah. When they kissed. Yeah. There was like a massive camera glare. Yeah. And it was like the sun questionably questionably large yeah i read something earlier it was on imdb so i'm not sure like i'm not sure if it's true but it okay. makes sense that the reason for that was because he- cord wasn't kissing Lindsay lohan he was kissing her stand-in what but why was he kissing her stand-in now i've tried to find any article that backs oh this up and God. i can't it was just on the imdb trivia for the movie but wh- why would they lie? And it does make sense. And now I want to go back and watch it and like pause every frame, <laughs> every frame. to see if it... But why? Why was he kissing What beef standing? have they got? Can she not... Is that part of her contract? Can she not kiss people? Maybe. She was like, I'll do was, the acting. I I'll dance. Do that. I'll dance with him. I'll sit. I'll hold I'll his hand. I'll stand under the mistletoe. But that's as far as we'll go. No kiss. No kiss. That's very weird. It makes it seem like they... Something was going on. Or maybe she yeah, wasn't. Sounds, she just wasn't there. She, she didn't. <laughs> she didn't want to do it. She didn't want to do work that day. Or there was so little sexual chemistry between them. Yeah. That they tried it, mm-hmm. and then were like, "I'm so sorry. It's just not working. You're I don't. Know. I'm standing here. I'm not even watching it, and I don't believe it. So get that standing sticker in a they ginger really, wig. Like, do you know what? If it was a film about friendship, <laughs> it would have been incredible. This is what they I had d- no chemistry, like none at all. No. It almost felt like at the end, Cord should have like been gay with the with Tad. Like they should have had some romance come out of that. I just wanted. They had something one more. scene, and they had more chemistry than yeah, Lindsay and Cord ever had. His I, name was maybe Jake in the film. Tad was up for it. Tad was down for anyone, and I loved that. <laughs> Tad truly was just—he was there for a good time. Tad was, I think, probably the best part about. Yeah, the film. I think so. I, it's kind of like the the plot line. It's confusing. Yeah, but it's also kind of a standard plot line that I've yeah. seen before. It's part of that sort of rom commy vibe. Like everyone's yeah. part, the plot is essentially: um, she skis, she falls, she hits her head, she loses her memory. She can't remember anything. She goes and stays at Cord's like BMB for two weeks. They Falls fall in, in love. love. She humbles herself. She used yeah. to be very rich heiress vibes, Paris Hilton vibes, in fact. And now she's humbled herself. She's yeah. working in the BMB. And then Tad, her fiance, comes and gets her with her dad. She, all memories come back. And she just decides that she preferred the way she was without well, memories. Humble beginnings, sir. Humble beginnings. And then. Cord decides that he's just going to mock her for her lack of memories and just makes so many jokes at the expense she of her not being able to remember. And they're supposed they're framed as being really sweet, yeah, and loving. But, but if they you're are in that situation, but not- it's not it's too soon. Four days, I think, at one point. If four days in, he makes his first joke about like, oh no, and then when they kiss at the end, he says something like, "Oh, I met this great girl, but then I forgot." I like, he brings in he brings it. in the mistletoe. Yeah. To, in the last scene to kiss her with the mistletoe yeah. he brings it in he goes there's a tradition behind this but I can't recall <laughs> why is that funny it's to just you it's mean like it's he's so just mean. rubbing it in yeah do you want to hear a quote from the IndieWire review of this film please do so when I was looking at reviews so many of them are like oh this is an awful film what do you expect 
What if like, you, you know what you're getting into? Just like a refuse for like the Telegraph or like the oh, New York Times. It's like what, like just, it's humbug, not for yeah. you. It's just yeah. a good time. It's what people will watch it with their friends. They'll c- complain about it together, but they yeah. also have a laugh and a good time. Don't really need your intellectual thought on this. Also, this is not the first of these kinds of films. Have you ever watched any Netflix film before? How many people were watching A Christmas Prince? Like I that know. was the start of this, and people yeah. loved it because they love it, but they also hate it. it was years ago. Years ago. Anyway, I think IndieWire, whoever did this review, really just got that sort of mindset down of like, we don't care. It was a good time. (laughs) And so this is the quote I chose. Is falling for Christmas Lohan Citizen Kane? Well, (laughs) (laughs) well, as Sierra, the daughter of a widower grappling with her past, present and future at the holidays and plenty of sleds courtesy of a Botox Santa stand-in. I hate that Santa. I know. Oh my god, oh my god. It's clear that Lohan's best work in... It's clear that this is Lohan's best work in decades. Even Sierra has her own rosebud, a Christmas snow globe to call back to. The ending of Falling for Christmas is pure, it's a wonderful life, and how (laughs) wonderful it is that Lohan is back in Hollywood just in time for the holidays. That person understood. (laughs) They went, yeah, this is Citizen Kane. This is the same. This is the this is game. as good as that, and it and not being mean or but no. just being like best work in decades because it's and true because it is the kind of the only work in decades. Yeah, and well, you know, a couple of years. Yeah, <laughs> don't want to insult Lindsay's age. Uh, how old is Lindsay Lohan? She's thirty-six. Interesting. I know. She's really been around for a long time. I know. I think it, she was like what fourteen, fifteen when she first started on. Well, apparently when, because in the interview with Amanda Seyfried, they're talking about when they did Mean Girls, and yeah. Lindsay was the only one that was, like, still in school at the time. So oh was my still having God, to do classes. Mental. I think she was 16, and then, like, Amanda was 17, so, and oh you can leave God. at 17 in America, I think, so. She was the only one. I she, she was saying that she used to get annoyed when she'd have to, like, leave, like, they were all oh. having fun. She'd have to go to the lessons. Oh, no. That's so yeah. sad. But how awkward is this? The interview between Amanda Seyfried and Lindsay Lohan ends with Lindsay saying, let's stay in touch for sure. Oh, no. No. I hate that. But also, then you know that they've not been in touch. Because it's like, let's stay in touch. Like, you've not spoken in years, have you? Oh, it was so really random. Like, I wish I could have heard them saying what they were saying. Because I feel like they were probably having a lovely time. But it if didn't come across in writing. Like, yeah, if you could have heard it, her say it, yeah. it might have been like, oh, yeah, let's stay in touch. Like, yeah. I, but it was hard to read, guys. Ooh. Like, I wouldn't recommend reading it. I wish I could have found, like, an audio version or something. <laughs> so random. But she also, they talk about how Lindsay wants kids. So that's also going to be one of her next steps. And Amanda wow. said, she said she worked all throughout her pregnancy. So she was like, Lindsay, you can do it all. You can have a baby and do all these films. I think, I mean, I think if it's what she wants to do, it's wonderful. But I also, but also think this super unhelpful, like, girl bossification. Like, I worked all the time. I worked all throughout it. And I was pregnant and it didn't even affect me. And I just, I gave the baby out and then I turned back to work the next day. And it's like, oh, we don't... No, I don't like that narrative. This but... is, we're not evolving. But this is unhelpful. I also think it unhelpful. adds to like a level of guilt in that yeah. if you have a baby, you feel like one, you should go straight back to work. Yep. And then like two, that sort of instinct that if you do that, you're going to be a bad mom. Yep. I just think it leads to just an awful no mental state path. to be in that either yeah. way you will be judged for something. Yeah. 
And I, oh, I wouldn't want to be in it at all. So no. we'll see what Lindsay does in terms of that. What she's done right now is uh-huh. a Pepsi advert. Oh, I have seen this. How do you feel about this Pepsi advert? What is, is it? Pilk. Pilk. I'm kind of obsessed. But then they were like, oh, it's in response to a TikTok trend. I don't see this I've TikTok trend. What, what, do you what like size a, TikTok do you want? Do you like a Coke float? I'm not, I don't really like Coke. I know. Do you think you would like a Coke float? It's just Coke it's with ice cream, ice cream in it. Probably. We will try one. Should we do it for Christmas? We could do it today. We could do it today. Or just go out and I'll get us some Coke and some ice cream. Well, I've got ice cream, so... Oh, vanilla? Sorted. Yeah. Oh, thank God. It'd be weird if you were like, <laughs> mint. <laughs> mint Coke But float. I imagine Pilk, which, by the way, so in this ad, she like pours Pepsi and then pours milk into it. And she's like, Pilk, naughty or nice? I think so. I think that's what happens. Doesn't she sing... Is she singing... Maybe. Jingle Bell Rock at some point? It's all she wants to do right now. And I support it. <laughs> It's all I've been singing. Jingle bell, jingle bell, <laughs> jingle bell rock. Um, I think Pilk might be okay because it might be semi like, like a milkshake. Coke float. Yeah. But the thing is, what's nice about a Coke float is the ice, the ice cream sort of sits at the top. Okay. When it mixes, it's quite nice. Yeah. But also ice cream's sweet. So yeah. it's always going to be good with things. Yeah. Milk isn't sweet. And it's Ooh. also milk. Can, you, can we make feel... Pilk with oat milk? <laughs> oat milk? Oat milk. <laughs> the dairy alternative. Can I have a soya milk, please? <laughs> please. Or like, it makes me feel unwell. But yeah, I, same. But again, I think I think the groundwork. So she's recalling back to little homages to her comedic past. Obviously, iconic films. Mm-hmm. Talking to not only the cast member that she was with. Who's still? They're all. Who is a very lovable person? I would say lovable person. Very easily to love. Done very, very easy to love. She's very easy. I'm in love with (laughs) her. No, we always speak. I feel like we're quite mean about our manners. We just we always bring up shrill. Yeah. We just don't love her singing singing voice voice. sometimes. But we like her. We do. It's just sometimes I hear that voice. I can't listen to. I've separated her from the voice now because I think (laughs) when I think about her, I think about the dropout. And then yes. I never think, like, if I think about um, Elizabeth, Les Mis, Elizabeth. I know it's so interesting that she can do a deep voice then, but when she sings, the range! The range she has! <laughs> do you know what? She is talented. She truly is. But the kind of, like, callbacks for, so she's talking to Amanda Seyfried, even though it's a bit awkward. She is in Falling for Christmas, they get her to sing Jingle Bell Rock. In this new advert, she might be singing Jingle Bell Rock. Maybe. Or maybe in your head, you were just, like, overlaying the advert <laughs> with... It's a time. <laughs> You're just thinking like Amy Pollard's there doing that. But I think it's like nice little callbacks, new projects, yeah. and then talking a lot about the future and yes. being like, "This is it." So I, th- I think, I think it's been. Well I think made. it's so interesting how careers are being revived at the minute because it makes me just because we're on Jingle Bell Rock as a topic that made me think. <laughs> so we often are. We often are. <laughs> that made me think about Ariana Grande's video for. Um, I mean, where she thank does you next, what... thank you next, and she does all the rom coms yes. in it, yeah. and in that she mm-hmm. does she recreates bits mean from Le- Mean Girls and Legally Blonde, and for the Legally Blonde bits, she brings in Jennifer Coolidge to oh, do the bits, right? Okay. Yeah, and I saw an interview with Jennifer Coolidge at some point, and she's like, "Thanks, Ariana Grande," and she was like, "Yes, yeah, she really revitalized my career because oh, really? she brought like her name to a lot of other people, oh, like a younger okay. generation." Yeah, and it, like that's such a small thing, but it kind of domino effect. I'm not saying it was fully responsible, but then yeah. like 
post that you have um jennifer coolidge getting on to white lotus and then everyone loving jennifer coolidge and white lotus yeah and then you know going to all the award shows just getting her out there and like it's down to jennifer coolidge because she's just an amazing person and like you wasn't given the opportunities no she she wasn't she was like for a long time exactly but then she's on that people start to see her more they start to see her personality more and it does have a domino effect and it's like could the small pilk advert for pepsi have a domino effect for Lindsay's career. It's like, what's the start of the domino effect? Is it falling for Christmas or is it pilk? Because more people might see the pilk advert than falling for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Because think, like, there's a, you know, a lot of people are going to watch falling for Christmas, but it's not going to, it's not going to stay with you. (laughs) But also the net isn't as wide. Like I would say that when Netflix is making that sort of film, they're looking at like people probably in their twenties to thirties. Yeah generally women i would say that grew up with yeah so yeah. they you know you've got like a net there yeah yeah a pepsi advert but especially being shown on pepsi tiktok christmas pepsi christmas being yeah. shown on tiktok on tv yeah quite a wide net That's so then from point. that you're gonna have people going hey i haven't seen Lindsay lohan in a while yeah. what's she up to and there you type go type her name on netflix falling for christmas she's got two films ready Two films all go to Amazon Prime and watch her, like, dating show, whatever that was. <laughs> that show looked weird. Like, no offence to Lindsay, but that show looked strange. Well, I'm guessing, is it set in a high school? Yeah. Oh, okay. Just leave, leave those kids alone. I think they were at... Yeah, somehow that's worse if they're just... <laughs> <laughs> they're just, like, being Adult! made to sit in a bloody school classroom yeah. as an adult. Can we address some of the clothes choices in Falling for Christmas? I liked a lot of them. And then some of them. And then, because, like, the, I know, The clothes I know. when she's, like, rich vibes. Great. Mm. My scene, Barbie doll, Loved like, a high, high fashion. High fashion. Then, to show visually that she's humbler mm-hmm. and she appreciates the small things, they've put her in the ugliest shit I've ever seen. And I just think, even if I got hit on the head and I couldn't tell you my name, I would still like to dress not like that. Yeah. But I think like they could have got around it if they just like, because so she turns up, she's at the B&B. Yeah. She doesn't have any of her clothes. No. So the impression is that she would be dressing from whatever is at the B&B. Yeah. She's got a whole new wardrobe. Yeah. So they could have just dressed her in like baggy, like plaid shirts and stuff like that. So it's like, oh, it's it's like she's in his clothes. Yeah. Yeah, Because there isn't much else. So his shirts, maybe some leggings because, you know, you could get leggings cheaply. And then it's like, oh, well, that makes sense because she's just in his clothes. Like, it's not gonna look amazing. Yeah. But it's like they tried with the clothing. And then forgot about it and then were like, no, now she's got a new coat and a new set of boots and a new... It's like, where did she get them from? And then the truly offensive one. So it's quite mean, like the the grandma in the story gets her this dress and it's meant to be a really lovely moment. And then she has that moment that I think everyone wants in a rom-com where you come down the stairs yeah, and the big reveal, the big reveal, yeah. the big makeover moment, the glow up and she comes down in a basic red dress. It's just, it doesn't even fit well. Like no. it, it didn't fit well, but it, on its own, it was like, it was okay. Like you'd still, yeah. you know, if you saw someone you loved in that, you'd be like, oh, you look lovely. <laughs> and then... They put this blazer on her. And we were just like shouting at the TV like, no, no. (laughs) Take the blazer Don't do it. Let's say. Let's say no. (laughs) And yet she put it on. 
And I, it Ugh. was, I hate to say it, I don't like to use this word, but it was frumpy. It was awful. It yeah. was long. It was long. It didn't look it wasn't even way. It was like rolled at the, it just looked like, like you said, it was quiz chic. It and was it just It truly like, was. But like no one else in the scene, like there was other people in the scene who were just in a dress, no jacket. So it wasn't that it was, <laughs> it was cold. so cold. Why did yeah. they have to suddenly go, up, oh, cover her up? She's know. got things on show that shouldn't be. Because it seemed like a like they've just grabbed it off someone yeah, and they're like, sure. this will do. Yeah. Because also, Grandma got on the dress. She did not get her the cardi to go with it. Because I was thinking about it. Like, you know, because she fell off the hill. Yeah. Whatever. Um, She would have still had that full outfit. Maybe not the hat. No, but she would have, yeah. That... Oh, no, they cut them off her. Oh, they cut them off her. Yeah, they said it in the hospital. Oh. Are we Even not she... listening to every word they said? <laughs> Yeah, like they, she had to sort out new underwear, new bras, probably right. new shoes, new socks. Like, there's yeah. so much. That's she doesn't remember who also, she is. She, she remember wearing, her bra size. No, and she was wearing makeup. Yeah, they have to purchase. They makeup. had no. She had make. They were like, oh, this is all you've oh, got yeah, on you. It's did, a bag. It's she, a makeup a, bag. You know what? Rather than a purse. Slay. I would do exactly the same thing. Same. I wouldn't personally have taken makeup to go skiing like where did she have it on her person because she was in like tight skiing clothes so where did she just like stuff it she stuffed it over her stomach like wrapped in cling film like a like you're smuggling something because yeah. where else would it be she didn't have a bag not even like a little like not backpack or anything yeah nothing anyway but no it's really it's a it's a fun film to watch I would say it's more for friends with friends <laughs> for friends i think you'll get more enjoyment out of, out of it than maybe the like vanessa hudgens ones because yes. I, I think maybe because we watched the vanessa hudgens ones like we just last christmas watched them all like <laughs> one straight after another because we were doing an episode on it so like, we lived there by so then, i think we were bored sense. we were so yeah. bored and i loved yeah. like i loved that it was the best thing about those films was just that it was vanessa hudgens yeah Playing, playing herself and then playing herself three times like not playing <laughs> yeah. herself but playing two versions of herself and then playing three versions in of the us. same scene yeah. but other than that the story was, was so awful. bad it was, i remember being bored in those films yeah this one I, I don't remember being bored in it was just there wasn't much story but they still seemed to make it fun yeah i think I so think like yeah assessment. it's not a good film but you're still gonna have a great time <laughs> yeah and do you know what the performances in it no one's bad at acting no it? like it's not that it's clearly just the script was just rushed yeah. out yeah but no one i think in it like think about cord i feel like cord actually put some work into that yeah. acting like i did I believe he did. that he was sad about his wife being dead <laughs> and that's how low the bar is he even forced a tear oh yeah he got really angry at one point and that must have been out of character yeah. He doesn't seem like an angry man. No, he seems quite content, doesn't I he? I think so. Yeah. So I do think that this might be the beginning of a Lindsay Lohan comeback. I think it... Whether just on Netflix probably is, but I'm still happy about that. Yeah. Or TV show appearances. Like, I do think she oh. could have some big feature roles on TV shows that she could do well. You know, like... I can't think of any sitcoms or other the minute, but I yeah. think you could throw her in one. Yeah. Karen, she'd do a good Wanger job. in a sitcom. Oh, I'd love to see it. Or, yeah. like, I don't know, do the Mean Girls part two if you want. We don't need more sequels. No. And I just, like, what, are they going to be adults being mean to each other? <laughs> yeah, genuinely, like, like, what is the... They're not, or are they still, go, the only way I'd watch it, they're pretending that they're, like, high school age. <laughs> do the whole film again. So fu- yeah. They're all just older. They're, they're, all of them. It'd be so funny. <laughs> anyway, that's all I've got to say. Yeah, what do no. you guys think? Let us know. 
yeah, do you think she's down for a big comeback or do you think it's just a one hit? Dipping a toe in, getting money. And then leaving back to Dubai. (laughs) Who knows? Bye bye, Dubai. Bye bye, Dubai. Bye bye, Dubai. Bye. Bye.